Welcome to episode 117 of the Two on Three podcast, where most weeks, two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes, but we've got a guest tonight, a first-timer. So we're shifting into the three-on-one format as we welcome our senior Midwest correspondent, Matthew. Now, I introduce you as Matthew to differentiate from regular guest, Matt from Reasons Are Debatable. In what other ways are you unique, Matt? Oh, geez, I didn't prepare at all for <laughs> any point. of this, this. How am I unique? Um, I'm, I'm in the basement most days. Uh, I think that's actually that's, very similar to that's our true. other Matt, who's also from the basement. All right, that guy's uh, stepping on my corner. <laughs> You're in Chicago. Know. I'm in Chicago, exactly. I'm, I'm in a different time zone. How about that? Okay, perfect. Well, I'm Ty, and you can find me on Twitter lamenting stepping on the scale to discover that I've gained the COVID-19 at SEATJK. And of course, with us tonight is Chris. Where can we find you wearing only pants with an elastic waistband, Chris? At CD Villasenor on Twitter. But, you know, here's the nice thing. When you weigh 500 pounds, like I do, and you gain, you know, 10 pounds, that's like a percentage gain of like almost none. Like almost zero. So advantage fat guy. All right. Well, we're doing a, that kind of show tonight. My underwear's getting a little tight. So I started working out. <laughs> that's, when you, that's when you know you're getting fat. <laughs> Not when your pants get tight, no. but when your underwear gets I was like, tight. What, you know, what's going like, on here? Shit. I took like you my dry underwear. Off. Yeah, I took my underwear <laughs> off before the show because I wanted to be comfortable. Fantastic. One of the things I'm enjoying about sweatpants culture is not having to change to work out. Oh, that's nice. Like You're you not say, working t- out. I am. I am. <laughs> Lies. I know. No, I, I I worked out to the point where like I see the thing is when I'm doing push-ups right now, it's like lifting heavy. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like going to the gym and really racking up some weights because you know forcing a lot up there. <laughs> All right, well, tonight Matt's going to join us as the deciding vote in the quarantine-inspired starchy snack bracket. If you're anything like me, isolation shopping has suddenly meant more snacks in your home. And it would also appear people are dabbling in a little hoarding, as I've noticed the more esoteric flavors seem to be hard to find in the grocery store. I'm uh, actually specifically talking about Salsa Verde Doritos here, which I have not, now not had in a month, and I'm getting a little pissed off about it. We've got a 32 snack bracket for you tonight. Um, A little bit on our methodology. This bracket was generated by our three participants. Everyone made an independent list. Seating was determined by all crossover mentions on those lists, as well as the lightest weight of market share research by yours truly. It's like a diabetic Venn diagram you get going. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll share with our listeners now that there are going to be some omissions. Just be honest here. You're going to be offended, I'm sure. Um, If you love Takis or Fritos, you're going to be disappointed. But nobody loves Fritos, right? No, that's just like they're just like a vehicle for chili. Absolutely, a hundred percent. And I have to say, like, what's been happening with your snack intake over the course of the last month? Mine has been the exact opposite because the first couple weeks I went buck wild on the snacks, and then the wife was like, "I'm not bringing home any more snacks." <laughs> so you've caught me at first of all, it's the snacking hour for me. Everybody's in bed. It's ten forty-three, and it's my time. It's my time. You know, sure. I mean, she just flat cut you off. Yeah. Well, the hell, dude. <laughs> I think I went pretty hard at it early on there. So, uh, <laughs> Did she give you a speech like she's doing this for your own good or some shit like that? Or I want to get old with you kind of business? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or just a sideways look and, hey, did you get outside today? <laughs> I like to replace the snacks with beer. Oh, that's also been great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to throw out the buzzer tonight, and what we will have, Dejawa, and if there's time, I've got an OT question for you about the leavings as they pertain to snack food. Uh, Don't forget that you can interact with the show on Twitter at 2on3pod, or hit us up via email at at 2on3pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. So in a perfect world, guys, we'd be sampling all of these live. 
Alas, we'll have to rely on our memories and our wits to crown our crunchy champion. I thought we should also share our personal judgment criteria before we get started. Um, across the board, the rule was that the snack must be able to stand alone and not require dips or toppings to be worthwhile. Um, for me personally, my judgment criteria include, one, how much of it can or could you eat in one sitting if you had just given up on your life? Two, the impact of weed on the eating experience. Three, and maybe the most important for me, mouthfeel. And four, shame. <laughs> Ultimately, I'm going to choose the snacks that all things being equal, I'm going to choose just the majority of the time if they're both sitting on the table for me. I've also, I have not completed my bracket in advance. As you know, Chris knows I like to be persuaded. So I'd like to hear a little bit about your criteria before we get right to it. My criteria is just if they were both on the table, which would I grab for? It's very simple. I mean, and I didn't fill out my my bracket ahead of time either because I just want the pairings to come and I just want to I just want to I'm a field player tonight. I'm not going to be so I'm not going to be too analytical. Of course, I have to be somewhat analytical because I am me, but um, and I'm very passionate about this particular subject matter. Um, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with my my huge gut on this. <laughs> and Matt. I think, uh, yes, go with your gut is going to be the way I go with this. But I think from criteria standpoint, I'm a salty guy first. And I know we have um, some interesting regions shaping up here, but salty is usually my go-to. Um, I do like a good crunch sound. I like to be able to, like, let's imagine you're in a you know a bad party and you want to drown out the conversation of the person you're talking to. Just pop a couple of the right chips or whatnot, and it really gives you that, I don't know, extra layer of sensation. Auditory experience was not a factor I had considered. I like it. All right. Uh, powdery residue. <laughs> right? Is that a plus or a minus? We'll get there. We'll get there. I don't know. It's, okay. it's, it's a criteria. <laughs> all right. Um, and that leads to finger licking so okay. those are all those are all in the uh <laughs> in consideration i'm anti-finger licking i don't i don't i will get really talk, yeah we'll get there even There's even if you're so even if this is a you you basically set it up as a solo activity right <laughs> <laughs> yeah right about little bowl about ten thirty at night yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right well uh, let's get to it all right so we're going to start with we've got four regions here we've got the cheese region I think it's fairly self-explanatory. We've got the sweet region, which I had to cheat a little bit to make work, but it'll be fine. And then we've got the bold region, my personal favorite. And then finally, we've got the bland region. And the bland region, it's like the, uh, I don't know, like the, the, what's the whitest basketball conference? <laughs> <laughs> like Duke teams from the, the, from the early 80s? Yeah, like, uh, it's not, I mean, is it the ACC or is it, I, no, I mean, uh, it doesn't matter. No, it's... I'm thinking like Patriot League. Yeah. The bland, yeah, the bland yeah, region. Yeah. <laughs> so the bland region, though, don't sleep on it. It's got some, some sleepers in there. So, All right, let's get started. We'll start with the cheese region. We're going to start with a matchup of the one seed in the cheese region, sour cream and cheddar ruffles versus the eight seed cheddar sun chips. Now, Chris is a big advocate for the one seed here, so I'm going to let you kick it off. I am. You know, I have when well, don't let this. I'm not tipping my hand here, but I have referred to sour cream and cheddar ruffles as man's greatest achievement. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, above going to the moon and building pyramids and shit. I mean, but the, the thing with this matchup is these are my absolute like two favorite chips. Really? So right off the bat, I gotta kick. Uh, I gotta. I'm gonna have to kick uh, cheddar sun chips to the uh, to the curb. Not because I don't love them, but because I just love sour cream and cheddar ruffles more. 
Matt, any thoughts? I I find it very hard to disagree with you. Although I have to say the the Cheddar Sun Chep feels like it was like engineered stoner food, right? I mean, you look at how far apart they they made the waves, and it just has such great square visual appeal. And from a crunch standpoint, I think they're pretty. They score pretty high on the crunch. Um, but cheddar, sorry, sour cream cheddar ruffles. I mean, shit, man. You compare that with anything. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on that. All right. Uh, my, my take here. Uh, we're gonna have a three o, three o decision. Uh, I don't have a lot to say. I just my, with sun chips. I don't feel like you're ever going for that first. If there's like a, a, a selection on the table, even if there's like I, to me, that's why ultimately I, I seated as the arbiter of the seating here. Mm-hmm. I seated sun chips low simply because across the board, I'm going to select it nearly last every time. I, I, I hear where you're coming from. I like how the the waves fit right over your tongue. Uh, but the ruffles bring the, 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 the texture in a different way, in a more aggressive way. And it's, it's one of the few ruffles. I, like, straight ruffles taste like salt lick. Yeah. You can't, they're almost inedible. Yeah, it's I think so the, thing about, the other thing about the Sun Chip is, um, yeah, it scores high on the crunch scale. But I also think it, it's hiding under the guise of, like, maybe it's, it's, it has less shame to it. But I think if you barrel through a bag of sun chips, you're still going to feel shame at the end. All right. Ruffles it is. We're going to jump down to the bottom of this region and go with the 2-7 matchup. The two seed here, Nacho Cheese Doritos, a true classic in the tournament every every year. Top seed, protected seed, doesn't have to travel. <laughs> Versus number seven, Planter's Cheese Balls, a blast from the past. A thing that actually went away for a while and has recently come back to market. So Planters, number one, is getting low marks because of that. They killed Mr. Peanut in, like, some terrible marketing thing and brought him back as baby Peanut. So fuck those people. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what they're trying to do over there. They're trying to, like, this baby Groot thing. I don't know what they're – I don't know what's it's happening a baby, over it's there. It's a baby Yoda lever. It's a bullshit. Baby Yoda, it's, it's a baby, bullshit yeah. move. <laughs> and, and, you know, what? And then the baby has to wear the monocle, too? I mean – he the baby baby Mr. Planter can't have good vision. I mean, Bad eyesight is hereditary. It's know? horse it's horse shit. So Planters is getting the hook. And yeah. plus Nacho Cheese Doritos are just like timeless. I mean So I was gonna tell you, Matt, as we came to this, I asked you each because you both had multiple flavors of Doritos on your original list, and I was like, No, you gotta pick one <laughs> to be your Dorito champion. I've already mentioned salsa verde, we'll get there in the bold region. But Matt, you came with Nacho Cheese first, so let me hear why nacho cheese would have been your, your number one Dorito. I think nacho cheese is definitely a nostalgia food for me. Like, it, it was hands down the treat that was around the house that I ate too much of. I still remember to this day sneaking into, like, the back pantry and, like, closing the door to get, like, a bowl full of chips so I didn't make too much noise. <laughs> and then and then sneaking downstairs to watch some TV and, and you know eat my nacho cheese Doritos. So again, but I think it does score high on the um, powder residue. Um, Very high. I don't think it scores as high as some of the others on crunch, um, but it's, I mean, the, the satisfaction <laughs> of, a, of an end of the night, just good finger licking session. You know, you, you just, you're basically embracing your shame. I'm going all in on this. I made mistakes, but I'm owning it. Okay, well, I'm gonna be the dissenting voice here. Obviously, cheese planters cheese balls is only on my list. Um, I got th- I got some things to say about Doritos here. Doritos should be disqualified from the competition. <laughs> Doritos <laughs> is uh, is doping. Doritos, it's the whole thing is cheating. So it's just first of all, it's just a tortilla chip. It's not even that good of a tortilla chip. 
but they like covered it in crack right so like right. okay here's a True. subpar chip it's kind of gross it's like the leftovers from like somebody some better run of chips in the factory it is there's a there's a great there's a great story about the the birth of doritos which was it's they were garbage. making they were making tortillas for disneyland and tor- they weren't using them all, so they had to pick up all these extra tortillas because okay. Disneyland wasn't using them. They cut them into squares, fried them, and made Doritos out of them. Okay, so you're saying d- Doritos are to Disneyland tortillas as like suave shampoo is to they just They just they were throwing out these they were throwing out these do- do- tor- these tortillas, and the people who are making them says, "Well, we'll just take them back and we'll just make chips out of them." That reminds so, me of a not to make not to not to sidebar already and this this early in the bracket. That does remind me of. My kids were lamenting seeing in the news about the plowing under of the crops because of the situation that we're in with the, the economy and everything. And my younger daughter was like, well, they shouldn't destroy that. They should give it to people who need food to eat. And I was like, imagine if we had a functioning government where there was a pipeline for unused food to reach people who needed it. I mean, well, imagine. No. no. Anyway, back to my Dorito take. <laughs> <laughs> if we were doing the best drugs bracket, there's like no competition overall. Crack is the winner. Right, so you can't just like put weed up against crack. Crack like takes no time to cultivate. There's no artistry to it, and that's what I'm saying with the Doritos. If you're gonna go back in a lab and figure out what tastes wild to like the human brain, what releases the endorphins that keep coming back, licking your fingers late at night, as you were saying, and then you just spray that all over some cardboard, you're gonna have a winner. Yeah, yeah. I would say though that Planters cheese balls like. I think they're always super, super, super dry, and they're not the only one on the list that's super, super, super dry, but okay. that's how I always remember them, and there's always a lot of top front mouth scrapage that goes along with it, but I don't think you can discount the fact that they're fun, because if you're at a sleepover with a bunch of dorks and you're 13 years old, <laughs> and somebody busts out one of those, you're definitely going to play a little, I don't know. You also might sever an artery, like opening the top. The, yeah. the foil, danger danger the foil from the planet's yeah. cheese balls absolutely uh, the only thing about doritos the only knock on doritos is every now and again you'll get a sharp dorito like under your gum oh yes. like Stab like you. under your gum yeah. in between your teeth somewhere and you're just like the hell like that's the dorito reminding you to respect it <laughs> <laughs> well I, I think your your cheese balls eating technique is off you don't chew them what do you do? You, you, no, you don't chew them. You suck them? Yes. yes <laughs> no, you no. Melt them, you melt you, them you in your mouth? You put the one in your mouth and you just like, let it melt in like there. A, like a skull bandit? I am, I am <laughs> a positive here for me for any snack where it's crunchy, but I don't have to use my teeth to eat it. So I'm, I'm going to suck it on it until I can smash it with my tongue <laughs> and uh, swallow it. We'll reserve that for Whoppers candy and that, not same, for cheese balls. Same thing. Same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. All right. Well, Doritos wins anyway. All right, back up to the 3-6 matchup. Number three, Cheez-It, the classic, versus number six, the Smart Food White Cheddar Popcorn. A little bit of an interesting choice, I think. For me, Cheez-Its, I like, but here's the problem, and I'm going to use your criteria. You just can't eat a ton of them. You just can't sit through a whole football game and eat Cheez-Its. You'll die. <laughs> you'll, 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 you'll collapse. I don't know. You'll, you'll, if you can eat a whole box of Cheez-Its... I don't know. You're some sort of weird superhuman. Cause, because, so in that regard, I enjoy the smart food white cheddar popcorn, even though I'm not a woman drinking a white claw <laughs> while doing it. Um, it's not the, smart uh, food, by the way. It's, it's no. what is it? It's, there's nothing smart about it. There's nothing no. smart about it, but it's, it, it's, it's tasty, well-named. And I, can, and I can sort of just go through it without mi- mindlessly. But, man, Cheez-Its, like, you eat like six Cheez-Its and you're, you're done with it. Yeah. Man, I, but, 
Go ahead, Matt. I was just going to say I never like Cheez-Its. I, what? I, yeah, and I am a salty snack guy all the way. I think Cheez-Its... I, I, I've never put my finger on it. Chris, you, you, I think you nailed something there about not being able to eat them at volume. I can eat like three or four. I do not like whatever quote-unquote cheese is going on there. Um, smart food all the way here. Wow, uh, even though okay. you're, you're absolutely right, Ty, it is not smart food. It's just well marketed. Um, There's but adding yeah. electrolytes in the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so for some reason, I can polish off a bag of, of smart food uh, white cheddar popcorn and not feel terrible, maybe t- until the next morning. So cheeses for me is like an all-time nostalgia food. Mm. Um, I don't know if it was just because my mom loved them, so they were always in the house. Uh, one that didn't make our list that was also around for a while was the Better Cheddars. Um, could eat a lot of those as well. They came in like a sleeve, like Oreos, but in the boxes. But the cheeses, I'm surprised to hear you couldn't eat them in volume. Before I knew that I shouldn't eat dairy, uh, I would like that was the thing where I would pour some cheeses in a bowl, and then again and again, and then the box would be gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually would like them to make well, not anymore because I won't buy them. But in the past, I would have liked them to actually go through and give me the like. Give me the hard cook Cheez Its. Like, give me oh. the ones with the little extra burn the on brown, them. The brown one? Like, the, yeah. the half a dozen I brown ba- ones in the yeah, box? But I want a bag. I want a box of only burnt the, ones. Yeah, interesting. Burnt ones. <laughs> that's psycho. That's what psychopaths say. <laughs> well, that's why, you know, um, that, they're, that I'm really into it because I, I want it now. I don't want it cooked properly. I want it burned. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it to me the weird way I like it. Right. Well, <laughs> burnt. Yes. I can just see the marketing of that. Cheese, it's burnt. B U R N T. Yep, you burnt. Burnt. B U R N apostrophe T. <laughs> Cheese, it's burnt. <laughs> All right, well, Smart Food goes through in our first upset already of the night. Wow. I'm, I'm shocked. I thought Cheese, it's was a shoe in. All right, in our final matchup in the Cheese Reason, the, the four versus five, only one Cheeto can advance. We have original Cheetos versus Cheetos Cheese Puffs. Now, I feel like there's some overlap between the cheese puffs and the cheese balls for the same reason I described before. I, I, I like the, the snack that you can just, you know, crush with your tongue. But, but I, didn't, I didn't represent... Well, I represented original Cheetos, probably mostly because I can't eat them anymore. But uh, let me hear from the cheese puffs, man. Um, yeah, I, I hate to contradict myself, but I think what you're, the point you're making about it melting in your mouth, that's what I like about the cheese puffs. I mean, this is, this is almost, oh, this is almost impossible to pick because you put them, this, this is actually a litmus test for a person, right? You put someone in a room with a bowl of one, of either one of these, what are they going to choose? And they're so the same, but I just got to go puffs because it, I think there's a novelty factor there. And they have the just the stupid shape that is so clearly like whereas Cheetos it's like packing look like foam. Oh, absolutely yes. Cheese puffs are like uniform packing foam, and Cheetos are like we don't know what the hell's coming. Well, out. they're they're like a wild chaos theory piece of snack food. <laughs> yes, it yes. looks like they took the puffs, sprayed them with water, and then it hit them real hard with the fryer one more time. <laughs> yeah, and then rolled them through a tumbler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so for me, okay, this is where I come in with, okay, so I've been holding on to this because when I've been eating cheese things for the last good long while, like out of the, you know, whatever, any of the cheese bracket type of, type of snacks. Sure. I've been using chopsticks. Oh yeah. Because I don't want to get all that shit all over my fingers, even though that's part of Matt's experience. Like he <laughs> likes that part of it, but I don't. So just taking chopsticks to a bag of like powdery chips or powdery snacks 
is totally the way to go, even though you feel like fancy as hell. It's so like sophisticated. I love ball that. Game, right? So sophisticated. <laughs> it's so it's so sophisticated. I like the look my wife gives me, like when I'm sitting on the couch eating you know, like chips with a. With How do you eat them with your hands? Yeah. She, <laughs> <laughs> she's like looking at me like, what the hell? I was like, just just go with it. No, uh, don't you look at me. Anyway. <laughs> So for Cheetos, I think Cheetos, like, I think they probably use, like, some weird extruder. Like, <laughs> so it's basically like, um, um, I forget, Spetzel. It's like, it's like, it's like Spetzel. They, yeah. they, and then they go into the oil. That's why they get that really, those weird shapes and lumps and craziness. And, um, and I don't like, I don't, I don't prefer the puffs. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hard Cheetos kind of guy. So I, <laughs> I got one vote for puffs and one vote for original Cheetos. Um, something to be said for a couple, both of these things. So with original Cheetos, uh, I, I haven't progressed to the chopstick <laughs> method, but I do like it. I love it. And I, I, that's my French fries with a fork move. Sure. I'm here, I'm here to eat six or six, six or seven French fries without touching them at once. Uh, with the cheese puffs, a lot of respect to a snack that I can put in a bowl and actually not have to use my hands because I can just stick my tongue out, pick it up. <laughs> True. <Yeah. laughs> that's that is yeah. that's a high value there. When I do have to eat the Cheetos with my fingers, I do select one finger to be the Cheeto finger along with the thumb. Uh-huh. And I only use that. Usually, you know, the, one of the first two. I get wild with the pinky sometimes. You never know. <laughs> that way, when it comes time to have to deal with the, the leftovers, uh, I can just focus real hard on like the cheese lollipop left on my one finger. Yeah, but for me, it's going to be cheese puffs, and here's why: the Cheetos stick in your molars like cement, <laughs> and I can't. And it's although I like the the later snack where I finally fish it out with my tongue twenty minutes later and get a little extra bonus. <laughs> I'm going to go with the tongue picking up factor of cheese puffs, and we're going to have another upset as the five seed is going to move on. Now, do we have a preference between moving to the down to the sweet region or over to the bold region before we go on? Should we just take it? Should we just take it to the edge? Of, let's just take the edge of the. Re- let's get a regional champion out of this. Oh, you want to go all the way here? Yeah. Okay. We're not doing a, f- a true first round. No, we'll all just right. uh, we'll just we'll we'll work out the cheese region. Okay, sounds good. All right, so uh, that that leaves us with one seed ruffles, uh, the sour cream cheddar ruffles versus number six smart food white cheddar popcorn. This is this is not. I'm not. Even, I'm not even going to deign to discuss this. It's it's. Uh, I mean, no. No one would ever choose smart food white cheddar popcorn over ruffles. Unless no you one. just ate the whole bowl of the <laughs> sour cream cheddar ruffles and you looked around at the party and there's clearly none left. So now you got to go after the smart food. 100% agree. This is uh, sour cream cheddar through. So, so smart food's UAB winning their first round game and then right. get blown They're, out in the second round. Yeah. Well, like the done. darling and then, oh, that's nice, but uh, you're out of here. <laughs> I guess we should have done this in March. We're late on the bracket. That'll make us unique. Everybody was doing brackets a month ago. Yeah. Right. Nobody's doing brackets in late April. <laughs> <laughs> We're all over it. All right. And our other regional matchup here, uh, number five seed Cheetos Cheese Puffs versus number two seed Nacho Cheese Doritos. Again, it's Doritos smashing Chester Cheetah's face in. Yeah. We, like we, I'd like to smash Chester Cheetah's face in. Wow. What? Why so I don't much? know. Doesn't he seem like kind of an ass to you? He's a little bit Chester of an instigator. Cheetah? He's a troublemaker. He's, yeah. he's real. He's real confident in his snack quality. He's like, look, I got the good shit. <laughs> Pull any crap with me. 
Yeah. All right, so you both Dorito, both on D- Planet Dorito here. Yep, Planet yep. Dorito. Oh, I'm upset. I gotta go. I'm gonna. I, I have to vote for Puffs in the dissenting vote again. But uh, the number two seed moves on. So we've got a top seed matchup here in our first regional final: uh, sour cream and cheddar ruffles versus nacho cheese Doritos. I have a bag of each of these in the closet right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's now, break them out. Let's see what you let's let's first. break them out. Let's let's start eating them right here. I'm telling you, the 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 sour cream and cheddar ruffles has the edge over the Doritos for the one simple reason that when I make a sandwich at lunch, I want to pair that sandwich. Like if I have a ham and cheese sandwich, there's nothing I want on that plate more than the sour cream. And, and cheddar ruffles like nothing like it makes a ham sandwich like like with some you know mayo and a little ham and cheese and whatever not toasted bread like soft white bread and that damn and those chips bang white, white bread eh? uh yeah. i i think for me they're both great but sour cream and cheddar feels a little bit more special occasiony because I don't think I have them with the, the with the frequency and nacho cheese Doritos I guess feel like more like my daily drinker, um, so I I mean I know I can go back to that well day after day after day and not get tired of it. I don't know that I've had sour cream and cheddar ruffle sour cream cheddar ruffles with the frequency of the nacho cheese. So I'm gonna go with nacho cheese just because I think it's the more reliable choice for my palate. It's a fair take. But if I have to choose a, a finger coater, it's going to be regular Cheetos, and that lost in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring up the loser. <laughs> I'm going with number one number, number one seed, Ruffles, as well. Um, actually, for the novelty p- reason, I think there's other Doritos that I prefer, frankly, over nacho cheese. So I'm going to buy Doritos. Even dairy or uh, you know dietary con- uh, considerations aside, I still am not going to choose nacho cheese Doritos. Never really been a big fan. It's too, it's, I guess it's, it's too cheesy for me. I just can't handle it. Ruffles is our regional champion from the cheese region. Sour cream, cheddar ruffles. Overall one seed for the tournament. No surprise coming up. All right, moving on to the sweet region. Our 1-8 is Oreos, number one, versus a little bit of a cheat here. Number eight, honey mustard Snyder's pretzels. We've got two honey mustard options here in the sweet region because they didn't really belong anywhere else. Sure. I I have an Oreos take. We're hot and ready unless you wanted to start with the pretzels. (laughs) Go for it. Go for it. Oreos are super fucking overrated, first of all. Way overrated, doesn't deserve to be here at the one seed. Primarily, is just ubiquitous and popular. And look, I'm not going to tell anybody who likes Oreos that you're wrong. But as someone who Oreos is one of the few cookies I can't eat, um, it's really not that exciting to go to it. Uh, I don't enjoy it that much. And you're talking to somebody who, at one time in his life, had no compunction about taking an entire sleeve of Oreos, putting it in a bowl, and eating like cereal. <laughs> <laughs> you ever want a, like a, a pure black BM? You just go ahead and eat a sleeve of Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> but but honey mustard pretzels pretty weak coming out of the eight seed here I, i'm gonna have to hear your arguments for the pretzels before i make a choice well i mean is matt is matt uh, matt, matt is the pretzel man here yes. all right um, let's hear let's 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 hear matt's uh, i mean look this. i i said that my criteria defaulted to too salty and i feel like you know honey mustard pretzels are are actually salty but yes they 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 belong in sweet region i don't think they can stand up against oreos with any at all but i think from a stoner food standpoint um honey mustard 
uh, pretzels have the similar appeal as a Cheeto in that you don't know what the shape of the thing you're going to get next is going to be when you put your hand down into that bag. So um, it's the it's the it's the leftovers, right? In the Snyder's yeah, flavored ones, because like, I've had the hot ones. It's the shake. We'll call it okay. the shake. Yeah. <laughs> shake. Yeah. So whatever the garbage glass. left in the bottom of the pretzel bowl. <laughs> yeah, but it, you, it it can carry a lot of that that magic dust that they put on there. Um, well, and then every once in a while you'll get the one that is the um, it's just the outer half of the shell. Yeah, that's yeah. just that's magic. Yeah, just and it's there's too much flavor on it. Again, yeah. it roll it fits right over the top of your tongue. Nah. <laughs> you co- coat an entire group of taste buds with it at the same time. <laughs> That's where the magic is. Yeah, I don't think there's any beaten Oreos here. I mean, I if if they were out on the table, I would choose the honey honey mustard, but uh, it, Oreos is a tough draw. I love honey mustard as like a dipping sauce, and like you know how there's like bananas eating bananas, and there's like banana flavored things and. Banana flavored things don't taste like banana. They taste like banana flavor. Yeah, yes. like orange tastes like orange flavor. You know how this whole thing? Yeah, yeah grape. Goes? Grape doesn't taste anything like grape. Those no, it's just grape flavor. Purple. The, yeah. It's it's purple. It's grape flavor. Honey mustard as a dipping sauce for like chicken tenders is awesome for me. I do not. I do not like the powdery version of powder honey form. mustard. Powder form of honey mustard, and Oreos. I mean Oreos found that second life being crushed up and put into ice cream and desserts and stuff like that and that's yeah. where the whole cookies and cream thing like gave i think that's bringing external factors in no here. but it's i'm just saying, I'm, I'm telling you i'm telling you why i'm not going to pick the the pretzels over oreos but i'm telling you why oreos are so ubiquitous is because somebody figured out that that they pair super well with uh with in ice creams and desserts yes because yeah. they're gross and so <laughs> You know we have we have the we have the we have pack of Oreos here, <laughs> and I and I grab a couple here and there, but I don't I do not long for Oreos. No. Like when they're not here, I don't I don't miss them. But I think they do have to go past uh, past the uh, the Snyder's honey mustard pretzels. Well, this, I now want some honey mustard pretzels, <laughs> and now I'm thinking about when we're done with this, and I'm gonna you know go spark one, and then I'm really gonna want some honey mustard pretzels. Mm-hmm. So we have a huge first round upset here. Honey mustard pretzels takes down number one seed Oreos. A fraud. Unprecedented. Oreos. Unprecedented. We've never seen anything like this before. (laughs) All right, moving on. Number two versus number seven. We've got Nutter Butter at two versus seven. A deep pull here. Chips Ahoy soft batch. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Soft batch is, uh, it is a weird, how do you make cookies that are good for six months that are soft when you open them up? (laughs) Uh, Butter and science. (laughs) (laughs) Keebler magic? I have have no idea, but I I got into some trouble uh, early pandemic when um, the wife and my daughter decided to to make chocolate chip cookies. And I was like, hey, can you make them this time so they're just a little, I don't know, softer and not so, I don't know, crunchy and cakey? And uh, it was pretty much the, you're going to eat what we bake for you. <laughs> um, but so that got me... like, Can you run down to the store and get some Toll House instead of what you're doing? <laughs> hey, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Why don't you guys just make cookies the way you like them and, right. and I'll, I'll get my own Actually, cookies. <laughs> here's what you do. You just say, can you pull maybe four of them out about halfway during the yeah. cooking cycle? Just do right. it your damn self. And, just, and, then just, and, then, and then just set them aside and I'll eat them later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, no, yes, I'm, it is. This is a deep poll. This is. I can't believe Portland State made the tournament, but um, you know, there's something to be said for this cookie. I'm a big fan of the soft batch, but Nutter Butter for me is an all timer. I go Nutter Butter over Oreo anytime. Give it the choice. I only Oreo is only the number one seed on the strength of reputation. Yeah. 
Nutter Butter, Nutter Butter is the cookie where you'd rather have it than the Girl Scout, uh, Girl Scout cookie equivalent, right? Because Dosey Dos, right, are the uh, yeah. are the equivalent, and Nutter Butters blow Dosey Dos like out of the water, and plus they're shaped like peanuts. <laughs> Like what? They're just shaped like peanuts. They're shaped like penises. No, peanuts. <laughs> With ridges. <laughs> Put them in your mouth. For your pleasure. <laughs> in a waffle pattern. All right, so we agree Nutter Butter. Moves nutter on. Nutter Butter. Right, two to one over Soft Batch. Nice to see you, Soft Batch. Thanks for coming out. Next, we're going to go to the 3-6 matchup. Number three seed Mother's Circus Animal Cookies versus number six Trader Joe's Crispy Crunchy Chocolate Chip Cookies. Has, have either of you had the crispy, crunchy chocolate chip cookies? I'm not eating <clears throat> sweets or from Trader Joe's. Why? I'm sorry. What's this? Because, 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 you know, I wouldn't buy from a person who would betray their country. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Trader, Trader Joe's? Oh, Trader? okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. I'm, come on. They can't, they can't be making good snack and dessert products at trader joe's i'm telling you because they're not shit as is delicious processed as the other places <laughs> yes because they're not processed <laughs> okay okay so i used to love the animal cookies i would eat way too many of them <clears throat> think about talk about things you can make that you can make yourself sick with um but today as it stands right now today if you hand me they come in the tub like the smallish plastic tub kind of looks like the largest deli size container you can get <laughs> i'll eat the whole thing and you shouldn't <laughs> But I will right now, if I had it, I will eat the whole thing. And if this is the only cookie or snack on this list that I could eat like cereal. Now, I know we're not supposed to bring in other factors here, uh-huh. but I don't need it. I don't need the milk. I will just eat these. And again, another good melty cookie. Um, I'm strongly in the in the Trader Joe's camp here, even though I do have a, a great nostalgic affinity for the mothers. Now, can I add a, 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 a late round transfer to my uh, mother's <laughs> circus animal cookies? I am a parade assortment guy. Does that? Do you guys know what the parade assortment is? The pink and blue? No, no, no. So the pink and white, but then you have oh, that's what I meant. all the other sugar cookies. You have like the sugar cookies and their little fake Oreos. They, I think they have, and they, oh, there's chocolate chip in there. So there's four or five different kinds of cookies in the parade assortment. Bit which a questionable I am... late season JUCO transfer here. We'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Is this guy <laughs> legit? Uh, I, I tell you what, the, the parade assortment 100% would carry it through for me on this. Um, but I think without those extra, extra pieces in there, I got to go with the crunchy chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, the frosted the frosted goodness of the uh, the mothers is uh, always always good for me. Well, I knew I'd be outvoted here, but I had no, to get I had to get my beloved. You're, you're no, not. You're not. You win. You got through. I oh, went. I chocolate. You just, well, no, I'm not. I'm saying if you're allowing parade assortment, then I'm going to pick the the circus animal cookies. I, I mean, I'm not going to have you try to pick a team sight unseen here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll allow parade assortment. That's fine. That's fine. okay. All right, next we've got the four or five, uh, four Little Debbie Oatmeal Cream Pie versus number five Honey Dijon Kettle Chips. This is a weird matchup. (laughs) (laughs) Eat these these two things together, you might have something. Uh, Tell me about the cream pie, please. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I love me some cream pie. I love me some cream pie. I heard that about you. Uh And the little Debbie's oatmeal cream pie is the best. It you know it was they're individually packaged, so it was nice. You could always just grab one out of the closet and put one in your jacket and like, walk around with it all mm-hmm. day. 
and then break that thing out. It was always, it, you know, if you like soft batch cookies, I mean, nothing's like more more akin to soft batch than the Little Debbie's, like oatmeal cream pie. They're they're always soft, and that cream is like super like obnoxious and sweet. Yeah, oh, it's so good. That, it makes me think of the. Did you guys ever have the moon pie? Did you ever have a moon pie? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that I was. I prefer a moon pie. Yeah, moon pie was like the the oatmeal cream pies. I don't know juiced up uncle or something moon pie is marshmallow with i believe two short like soft shortbread coverings and then it's dipped dipped in, the whole thing is yeah. dipped in yeah. chocolate yeah oh man that's good stuff i think i think <laughs> i think because moon pie uh, was in the first four out <laughs> was it the, oh, no yeah. no it wasn't i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> i'm like looking uh I, I think i gotta i gotta go with little debbie here just uh. mainly because of nostalgia also I don't want to. This shouldn't factor into it, but the fact that honey mustard got through to have honey mustard and honey Dijon carry through to the second round in this region doesn't feel quite right to me. So I'm going to give the tip of the cap to Little Debbie. All right. Well, I, I, little, little Debbie, too much cake for me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't handle it. I'm not ready for this jelly. Uh, so I'll, I vote the Dijon kettle chips. I just, if you haven't had them, you should check them out. They're probably the best kettle chips, and I think kettle chips are, as far as kettle cooked chips go, kettle chips themselves are. Not the best, uh, but the Honey Dijon, they make up. But Little Debbie makes it through as the four seed. Okay, moving on to the bowl, bowl, bowl region? The bold region. No, we got, let's, uh, let's no, finish this. Oh, sorry, sorry, sweet. sorry, sorry. I keep forgetting. I, I'm, I'm used to the standard tournament format. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so continuing with our region here, uh, we've got the eight seed upset, Honey Mustard Snyder's Pretzels pe- Pretzel Pieces versus number three, Mother's Circus Animal Cookies. And like I said, I can't, I can't, I can't go with the honey mustard. Yeah, I gotta go with mother. I gotta go with mothers on this one. Uh, I would not choose that still. But all right, I'll, mothers, I'll let it. mothers make a deep run here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Out of the three seed, that's a good place to be. Nobody expects much. All right, and then uh, we've got two seed Nutter Butter versus four seed Little Debbie Oatmeal Cream Pie. Nutter Butter. Nutter Butter Just, for me as well. I mean, I still love that the, my my argument for the Little Debbie still stands, but. Nutter Butters. Agreed. Okay. And then that takes us to Nutter Butter versus Mothers. Two versus three. I'm all in. All in on the parade assortment. All right. I'm staying with Nutter Butter, who gets through to the final four. What's the fake? What's the fake nutter butter that you get sometimes from the vending machines? You know how the vending, you know how, how vending machines have like the sometimes there's the cheese crackers and the peanut butter crackers, and then there's like some fake ass nutter butter that also shows up in that vending machine of generic treats. That one's also good. I, really? Which is a which is a like, tribute. It's like to the, the Mister Pib of nutter butters. <laughs> <laughs> RC Cola of is it, a, of is it the Wow Butter? butter? <laughs> I don't know what it's called because it's just generic. It's just, it kind of looks like a Nutter Butter and it comes in like a two pack, Shakur, that, uh, that you get out of the, the really low end, like bus station vending machines. Hmm. A, a quick Google search turns up pirate cookies versus Nutter Butters. Hmm. Pirate cookies appear to be some sort of a Canadian alternative because Nutter Butters don't be, appear to be available in Canada. Well, I don't have time to fact check any of this, but <laughs> just letting you know. we, we'll, we'll have to. We'll have the the uh, how was your week, honey? Folks need to uh, need to figure that out for us. This news brought to you by the first page of Google search results. <laughs> All right, moving on now to the bold region. We've got number one seed Cool Ranch Doritos, no surprise, versus number eight seed a late sleeper here, Ranch Corn Nuts. 
corn nuts are just a dentist's dream. Corn nuts are fantastic. Oh, pass on the corn nuts. Score high crunch. (laughs) Yeah. Cool Ranch Doritos also. The Cool Ranch Doritos taco from Taco Bell was also kick ass. The taco with the Cool Ranch Oh, oh, oh my God! Way better than the nacho cheese one. Yes, which (laughs) may come into which, which I don't think is coming into play this time around in this bracket. But it was it's the tiebreaker for me. It's the the application of the Cool Ranch Dorito taco from Taco Bell. That thing was so good. Cool Ranch Doritos came out at a time in my life. Like when I think about Cool Ranch Doritos, I think of like. Richard Marx and Ferrari Testarossas, <laughs> and it is like the perfect embodiment of like late '80s excess. And I remember like when it came onto the scene, I'm like, "There's another fucking Dorito! I am so excited!" And I I love Cool Ranch, so yeah, you Cool Ranch gets my vote here. I can't really um, dissent here. Uh, I, I feel the same way about Cool Ranch Doritos you do. <laughs> and then when it was like you tried it and it was amazing. Yes. It was it was incredible. Um, I, I just I ranch corn nuts, something. So I'm a big corn nut fan, and that's a that's a road trip holdover yeah. back when we yeah. used to drive cross country all the time. Ro- corn nuts, beef jerky, these kinds of things you can eat in the car. And corn nuts get that, <laughs> something I missed when we talked about cheese balls. There's something to be said for a snack that I can pour directly into my mouth in quantity. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't have to pick it up, just directly yeah. from the package to my mouth with no middleman. So perfect for driving food, and then when they had the flavors come out, um, I was a fan of the ranch corn nuts even before I couldn't have dairy anymore. And then when I discovered somehow that the ranch corn nuts don't have any dairy in it, I was even more excited. Oh, gasp! <laughs> Boom! Really? Yeah. Cool Ranch Doritos. Dude, it's sure, just though. got chemicals in it. Well, why can't you make me a Cool Ranch Dorito with no no butter? We should have all had corn nuts for this for this uh, broadcast. <laughs> I have some, da- I have some downstairs. No, just all, so it could be the worst hear- broadcast ever. <laughs> All you hear is just crunching and mashing. <laughs> that would have been a nightmare for me in it post. Is, yep. It is noisy. It is noisy. Didn't you like a noisy snack? Oh, I man. do like a noisy snack, but I, Cool Ranch Doritos just, there's a... Like, there's always at least one corn nut in a package that is stronger than your teeth. Yeah. No, no. And, yeah. and, and, your and teeth you are almost... <laughs> and you almost and you bite down on it. You're like, oh, if I bite down harder on this, something's gonna give. Yeah. Well, see, I eat the unpopped corn kernels. I get you can't. Oh, I like that Jesus. too. Yeah. If you coated like lug nuts in a proper <laughs> powder, I'd be all over it. Tell you, I eat those light bulbs. I eat some other metal things. Anyway, all right. Well, Cool Ranch moves on, obviously. Um, but Ranch Corn Nuts. I love Corn Nuts because man, you eat them, you can't hear shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honey. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, uh, number two seed here, chicken and a biscuit showed Oof. up on ev- the only item, by the way, to o- to show up on every list. Wow. Um, and then number seven seed, bunions, which are uh, disgusting. The, well, oh well, I think I know. You're, I love me some funyuns. Love them. And I don't know. They don't. They don't taste like onion rings, or they don't taste like onions. I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're about. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the problem. But I they're love like, them. They're like spooled oil that somehow it's like you know how when they turn sugar into uh, cotton candy, like that's fucking magic. That's what they did with oil for they funyuns. Just, yeah, for uh, goddamn, I love me some funyuns. <laughs> I want the funyun artist at the fair. Ooh, He's just around. Around. <laughs> <laughs> But but chicken and biscuit is a magical thing. I have no idea what the hell they're doing. It's like ranchy, but there's like some I don't know, there's like some chicken base in it. There's there's what, it's crushed up. Look, here's here's what it probably amazing. is. 
somebody at Nabisco got Lowry's on the phone and said, hey, do you have any extra, like, chicken stock powder laying around? And, you know, they brought it over and they sprayed it on a biscuit. What I like about chicken on a biscuit, first of all, it's so stupidly named. It's perfect. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it goes, like, you can crush that shit up and put it in soup and you just turned your soup amazing. You can cheese and cracker it up or just plain. It just works in so many, so many ways. I like anything that employs an alternate spelling. Yeah. That makes you think that maybe it's not real food. Mm-hmm. Biscuit definitely yeah. qualifies B-I-S-K-I-T. Yeah. I wish they didn't misspelled chicken, too. Then it would be like... If <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you ever write chicken, like, if you write chicken, C-H-I-K-I-N, it looks like, I don't know. Chicken. Racist. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, or, or ignorant, which is, you know, down that road. <laughs> it just looks like something... The, 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 like, I don't know. It, it's There's some pointed hood imag- imagery for me. Sure. <laughs> chicken, I'm, chicken, I'm with K- you. K-I-N. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm with you on chicken and a biscuit. This is it. That was a terrible When are we going to have our racist bracket? <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> uh, if you have to ask, it's racist. That's the, that's the secret. <laughs> sure. Uh, chicken and a biscuit over Funyuns. Funyuns, um, for me, uh, I'm, <clears throat> I, I don't know if it was because I spent most of my life confusing them with pork rinds, which are horrific. No, pork rinds are are an acquired thing. I think they're in the family, though. Like it seems, yeah, yeah, they have they're the like same mouthfeel. They're like a mass produced pork rind. Yeah, yeah. They're not a pork rind. It's just a. It's just some extruded, like. <laughs> Stop circles. right there. <laughs> you love the word extruded. It's no, it's no. It's no more. It's no more processed than anything else that we hear. It's just. That's I get true. It. It's like it's an onion. It's it, it. It's onion forward, ish. It's like a weird onion powder that they've used. I like it. I get I get why other people don't. My son will back me up on this. Where is he? Anyway. <laughs> Bring me my Funyuns. Whatever. Chicken and the Biscuit is winning this matchup. Yeah, without right. question. Yeah, I agree. I no problem with that. All right, next we've got the 3-6 game. Three-seed sour cream and onion Lay's versus six-seed salsa verde Doritos. Now, I've already alluded to my feelings on this, so why don't one of you guys defend your Lay's picks? So, the, the, in a, so this is a chip preference kind of thing right because lays are <coughs> slightly much well they're not slightly but they're much more natural they're like a nat- more natural slice of potato at least they're trying to trick us into thinking that they're more i mean right i mean you can obviously tell that that you know ruffles are processed there's a big machine that stamps those out like pringles are processed Sure. Like there's there's a big machine stamping those out, but but lays come out in many different sizes of slice. Like they've sliced potatoes really thin and have have cooked them, and then powdered them. So if you like a more natural potato chip, and there's 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 a place in the world for it, this is the best flavor of them all. With and it's I think by far the best sour cream and onion chip on the market. I, I it scratches the sour cream and onion itch like no other chip can i think the other thing about the lays is it is a little bit light it's super crispy but it's a little lighter like you don't really have to i don't really like to try that hard while i'm eating so i think this is one of those things where you can you can you know have a nice have a nice light chew and still get the satisfaction of it i feel like sour cream and onion lays are a legacy pick like they got in the tournament mm-hmm. again on reputation like they've been around they were like the one of the first flavored mass-produced like snack foods that i can recall um, I remember eating a lot of them when I was a kid. Again, another one that was popular with my mom. Uh, I, 
it benefits from the fact that it, once again with lays you can again smash it with your tongue you don't have to chew them if you yep. don't want to because it does lays do leave a lot behind in your teeth yes so just a lot of detritus <laughs> you know there's a mute button for christ's sakes i am muting <laughs> no you're not oh no in the skype <laughs> i'm leaving that in <laughs> i've been doing it the whole time i thought it was muting the sky oh, no shit. the other no. ones were quiet that was that was straightforward though i like that all right well <laughs> no in the in the in the in the recording session there's a mute button on the window that you can use imagine my embarrassment well, no it's fine it's great you're bringing your own special flavor to the podcast i appreciate it um all right well i'm gonna let you guys push the lays through uh, i just sent but uh i, I saw severity doritos wildly underrated mad that i can't get them in the store right now they're one of the few hot snacks i really enjoy um they've got flavor without the hotness being overbearing so this is this is the other this is one of those things where sometimes my son will like will throw a hissy fit in the uh in the in the in the grocery store and get my wife to buy the garden salsa sun chips versus the cheddar the harvest cheddar uh-huh. I'd be like, and then they come home. And I'm like, where you bought these sun chips? And they'd be like, well, he likes them. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Get two bags. Yeah, what? <laughs> you know, it's real easy. Tony's got to bring three fifty to the store with him if he wants those <laughs> right? damn chips. <laughs> right? Anyway, the 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 garden, the salsa verde, the garden, the garden salsa, the whole the whole salsa chips thing, man. I'll take a pass. I'd just rather have chips and salsa. Yeah, but the salsa verde Doritos are. It's not like the gardens. The garden salsa sun chips aren't hot. Salsa yeah. verde chips are hot. Yeah, and they're they're. I mean, duh. But it's green salsa, so it's bringing something else to the table. It doesn't have the sweetness. It's definitely salty and hot. Yes, got it. Yeah, it's great. All right. Uh, next, we got four or five. Tim's Cascade Jalapeno Chips, another spicy choice. The four seed versus number five. Another sour cream and onion entry. This time in Pringle form. Mmm. I love, I do love Pringles, but here's my Tim's Cascade jalapeno chip story. It, remember the 74th Street Ale House? They used to have that, they have that, they had that excellent chicken sandwich. We used to go there and you can yeah. get it with Tim's Cascade chips, right? Mm. Yeah. So I'm there with a bunch of my friends and she says, well, what kind you know, would you like, what kind of chips would you like? And I said, I'd like the jalapeno chips. <laughs> and she looked at me and went, it's pronounced jalapeno. And I said, do I look like the kind of person who doesn't know how to pronounce jalapeno? <laughs> Yennefer. The spit, the, the, the spit on my sandwich was free that night, which I'm totally which I'm totally fine with. But everybody basically at the table sort of melted down and thought it was a pretty funny thing to say. And I'm sure she, like, again, spit on my food. But the, Tim, the Tim's Worth Cascade it. jalapenos are the only Tim's that I want. Um, I love... They are, they are um, excellent. The, the Tim's sour cream, I think they have sour cream and onion, which are quite good. I'm out of the region, so I can't really get these. Um, but the, the jalapeno are, are fantastic. It's hard for me to pick against the Pringles, but I'd say, like, I'd rather have Cheezums. Um, and I know that doesn't necessarily belong in the bold region, but jalapeno go through for me. Okay, well, I agree. Um, first of all, the Pringles, there are hundreds of Pringle flavors and many <laughs> superior to the sour cream and onion Pringle. From my perspective, um, I do have a little bit of problem with the the Tim's Cascade Jalapeno only because as I've gotten older, I can't quite eat so many in one go. Uh, That's that's kind of a a discount for me, but that's an all timer. If you're from the Northwest, if you're not, you should try these. Um, You know, not that I don't know why I keep bringing up my mom. I guess I always snack. (laughs) <laughs> predilections for my mom but like i think a lot of the the, the tim's cascade uh, 
salt and vinegar chips, which is called period chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really yeah. popular. <laughs> yeah. During the, you know, yes. time. Yes. <laughs> oh, so smooth by me there. Okay, so uh, moving further on to this bracket. <laughs> He's raising girls. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I would have been happy to take all the boy shit. <laughs> I, I just don't know how it works. <laughs> oh, exactly. Sorry, not my problem. Not my department. <laughs> I've got the Cliff's notes on the deal, but I, right. I Same corporation, help. different departments. I can't, I can't help you with this problem. <laughs> I can tell you in general what to expect. I can. I'll be here for you. Yes. Right. Well, they're there. I'll take you through the system architecture, but if you need a coder, that's not me. <laughs> All right. Moving on, we've got number one Cool Ranch versus number three Sour Cream and Onion Lay's. Tough matchup here. This is a tough matchup. Again, it's like I think the sour cream and onion is a again a superior partner to sandwiches. Again, that whole I think it's a it's a better lunch chip. Mm-hmm. But as far as like a ball game chip, I want the I want the Dorito. I want the I want the uh, the Cool Ranch. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Cool Ranch Dorito. I'm gonna push it through. I I mean I, this is. <sighs> You never want to choose between two of your favorites, you guys. Um, I think I could probably eat more in one sitting of the sour cream and onion, but I think my satisfaction is so much higher with the Cool Ranch Doritos that it's worth less volume. Do we have any feelings about Cooler Ranch? I don't I don't know. Are you no. both unaware of Cooler Ranch? Because I brought up to Chris when we were making the bracket, and he didn't seem to be aware of it either. Was it just a? Was it just like a? Was it a marketing phase where maybe they it just, was just a period of time? Yeah, they yeah. just like they like for a year they called it Cooler Ranch. And no, I just there was a, it. it was a different. It was a just Cool Ranch with more powder on it. You could buy Cool Ranch and oh, Cooler Ranch Doritos. Yeah. Yes, like it on was, the shelf. It's like KFC Extra Crispy. Sure, it was over. <laughs> I think I had it, and I think it was overkill. Even though it like scored high on the um, finger residue, um, <laughs> or I'm sorry, it would score high. <laughs> Uh, I think it was too much. It was like you didn't even realize a chip was under there. So I missed it. Okay. Well, Cool Ranch goes through. All right. Then our other matchup here: number four, Tim's Cascade Jalapeno versus number two, Chicken in a Biscuit. Chris, you had strong feelings about the jalapeno chips. I did. I do. I do. I still do. Chicken in a biscuit, though. God, I there's not enough chicken in a biscuit in my life. First of all, which is what what I what occurs to me right now. Is that um, I want some chicken and biscuit so bad right now? <laughs> After talking about it, that that you know, but oh. I think it this is for a tough me. One. Yeah, this, I, is, this is definitely a coin flip. But you know, I'm, I want to push chicken and a biscuit through, just because right now that's all I can think about. <laughs> recency, God, recency bias. They got they got hot. Yeah, Maybe absolutely, absolutely. Right yeah, so, I I want to pull chicken and a biscuit through here as well. I think there's something forbidden fruity about it for me in that between the misspelling and not knowing what's on there it's it's like this this is a bad decision um but you should just go for it and it's got the stupid i think it has a stupid chicken head on the front it has so many it just it's almost like a warning sign but you can't help yourself the chicken's like open mouth yelling with both wings out too (laughs) (laughs) eat me I find with chicken and a biscuit that I, like I can't it I can't control myself. Right. Um, a chicken and a biscuit box is two servings. 
Uh, <laughs> first of all, um, they're mine. When they come into the house, no one's allowed. No one else is allowed yeah. to touch them. They are for me. <laughs> they're all they're the way up the there. Few, they're one of the few flavored uh, snacks that I can eat still. Um, so bonus points for me there, obviously. But uh, it's you made uh, cracker taste like chicken. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's great. Um, and I can't. I have to actually. I stop buying them because if I buy them. I can't not eat them. Like either the box stays closed and I eat it two nights in a row and it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just get this over with. (laughs) Or I open it, eat it, and then I have to go buy more. So I just stopped buying them at the store because I couldn't, I can't control myself. So chicken and a biscuit and a walk for me here. And that takes us to our final matchup of the region here. Uh, Number one, cool ranch Doritos versus number two, chicken and a biscuit. A a true matchup of heavyweights here. This is, this is a really, I mean, this is why we love the say, game. I want to say chicken and biscuit again. I don't know. I just it it's it sunk its beak into me, and now I'm it's 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 I'm obsessed. Well, Matt's filming the Blair Witch Project as he moves around his house while we finish. I had to, get my, had to get my charger. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, so, what do you have to say between the two? I know you're, are you are you cool ranch here. I'm going to go Cool Ranch here, without question. This has high on the nostalgia um, scale for me, so it's got to it's gotta stay in. All right, well, I very much appreciate your perspective, but I also have to go with Chicken and a Biscuit. It's too much <laughs> for me. I can't control myself. It no. may be my favorite thing on the list. And it's fair. Look, there are only winners in this, uh, <laughs> in this exercise. <laughs> All right, let's get through the bland region. The bland region, I just basically, there's no flavoring here. Uh, a lot of things that beg for a partner to really stand alone as a snack. Um, a lot of backup options as far as I'm concerned when it comes to snacking, but I thought it was important to find the best one of those, which is why I didn't stick them in with everything else because I didn't think they'd get a fair shake. So first we've got number one seed Chex Mix versus eight seed Ritz. Ritz for me. I mean, that's a, that is a like last resort snack. That is, really? That's, that's remember, the eight remember, seed in the worst bracket. <laughs> remember, remember, we, remember we all used to work at a place that yeah. gave us free Ritz crackers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It wasn't you know, like a, a little, good thing. A little, a little stack of Ritz, you know, make that little paste in your mouth. Ugh. That uh, buttery paste. Yeah. Going. Oh, so it's uh, you know, and I don't know. Chex Mix has never has never done it for me. Has You're never, crazy. I fucking never. love Chex Mix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I make my own Chex Mix at home um, during like winter holiday season, right? Perhaps so, like, that would be better for me than the store bought Chex Mix. Per, perhaps it's far superior. Do you go hard on the Worcester? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you got to go hard on the Worcester, and that's what the uh, the, the store bought's missing. Yeah. Because yeah. when you make it at home, you get a couple pieces, a few pieces that are soaked in it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're nice and crispy and crunchy. Yeah, it's yes. just over the top. Yeah, so I Chex Mix again special place in my heart because I've been eating Chex Mix for the holiday season my whole life to the point where now I can I can track my weight gain by the first batch I make. I'm like, oh okay, <laughs> here we go. I'm putting on winter weight, but and then it, it gets to the point and, where is, is where Chex and peanuts and. Yeah, and pretzels mixed, mixed and all nuts, that other stuff. Uh, mixed nuts, some Gardettos. Are you familiar with Gardettos? Yeah, okay. Okay. The so rye they got chips? like you know Gardettos. Oh, okay. Yeah, they got the bag, right. the rye chips, and they got some other good stuff going on in there. But there comes to a point, and Ty, you alluded to this earlier in your Oreo issue, where I know when it's time to stop eating Chex Mix. Um, when when my shits just go sideways. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is, is that the delicate way to put it? 
Chexwix is one of the things on this list that can make me feel like I am a bag of salt. <laughs> like exactly. my whole body is made of salt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I have go Chex Mix. To me, Ritz is just, I mean, it shouldn't. Uh, it's That is a, I guess, I'm hungry and you have nothing else. I'll eat this. Yeah. You got to look for something to pair it with as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, number two, Tim's Cascade Original versus number seven, Bugles. Mm. I love me some Bugles. Witch fingers, baby. <laughs> That's the only reason they're good, though. They taste like shit. They're, they're like they're just like the corn. They're just corn. They're like corn chips. They're they're what like a Frito? Come on. Well, better than a Frito. <laughs> they have some sort of a stick. Yeah, they have that same kind of like the Fritos are too salty. Like they kind of like it's almost like they stink. That's yep. like bugles. Like, <laughs> bugles are no good, man. And they're super like um, styrofoamy. And I know we have that in other places here, so I'm not trying to like you know get all haughty on this but like the bugles just have a special texture that just doesn't feel right no well i just don't think tim's cascades original chips bring anything to the table well they're the best kettle chip available in the world <laughs> that's, the best, <laughs> that's the best pure cut like straight there's skin still on the chips and then they, some of them are fried where they're folded in, in a fourth Ugh. And it's like just like the multi-layer crunch. It, some of the crunches in Tim's Cascade chips are unbeatable. And if I could, speaking of things I can eat too many of, yeah. the party size bag. <laughs> Don't pour it in a bowl. No, no. <laughs> just strap it to your face. It's, it's yes, gone. Feed bag, please. <laughs> Hands free. So get a little straw of like some soda to go with it to wash it down. Then yeah. I would really rush my way to heart disease. Yeah, if you could bring Tim's Cascade to the party and whatever your your local kroger is what it, whatever they're making for their um um their dip what's the di- oh the french onion dip like uh-huh. forget it it's over nobody hates tim's cascade they're the best it wins bugles are gross <laughs> <laughs> all right number three flavored triscuits now i didn't push press you for a specific let, let me know if you have one in a second versus number six wheat thins another stick to your ribs type type of cracker <laughs> i love wheat thins I think we I can eat wheat thins just as you go. Like just out of the box. Eat some wheat thins. I like wheat thins. Um they also go good with dip and those kinds of things. But yeah. uh but I, they definitely can stand alone. Triscuits are just odd. They're like the shredded wheat of 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 snack food, which is not a compliment in any way shape or form. There is a a a garlic flavored triscuit um roasted garlic flavored triscuit that's just absolutely fantastic and i never thought a triscuit could stand alone um but i gotta say it's as far as snackability it scores very high for me wheat thins eh they're fine but i'm not i'll definitely reach the that flavored triscuit ahead of time i can do both um flavored triscuits are quite a bit better than a regular triscuit Uh, you can also it's one of the few um, crackers that allows for multiple bites you can kind of separate it it's 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 got a specific eating experience that's different from everything else on this list and to me it makes it better than wheat thins i actually do enjoy wheat thins actually i will that's why i say stick to your ribs type snack because i'll eat wheat thins if i'm hungry like i'm like i'm hungry and we don't have any food like that i want to make i'll just eat like a handful of wheat thins and i'll be okay for a while it's like eating i don't know it's like it's almost like eating dry top ramen. If I eat a bunch of wheat thins and drink some water, I'm like a solid for like 90 minutes, like a couple hours in front of me. But I'm going to go with Triscuits. All right, next we've got number four, Pirate's Booty, versus number five, I, I suppose just regular Tostitos. Is that what you indicated here? 
Yes. I don't know what's going on with your list. <laughs> well, I mean, I like Tostitos. I mean, obviously, Tostitos are a vehicle for salsa. That's yeah. like their main thing. But I do enjoy eating some Tostitos. Just the big, giant ones, right? The the impossibly large ones, which are my favorite. The I, what are they? Called? Are they the restaurant style ones? Yeah, oversized novelty restaurant style. My God, those things are they're, they're excellent. Again, they're two or you know you could get three 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 bites off of one of those, and just uh, you know enjoy enjoy half a bag. The um, the pirate's booty again falls into the cheese puffs. I mean, we've tried to you've tried to sell cheese puffs again here. <laughs> I don't have pirates. Because cheese of your, puff is because in of your love of cheese puffs. I did so not put pirates booty on the list. I don't think I did. Uh, maybe it was me. It was you. <laughs> You're arguing with yourself. <laughs> but maybe, but maybe it's the you know we you know, when you have kids, obviously pirates. the pirates booty shows up a lot. Yes. Yeah, kids like pirates booty because it doesn't taste like anything. It's <laughs> like here, some, this food doesn't have any taste. You'll love it. I didn't have lunch today, and somebody poured a bunch of uh pirate's booty out and then just like walked away and left it and i went to town on it and i gotta say it was fantastic okay. so pirate's booty for sure here for me all right chris i didn't get a definitive answer from you what's that <laughs> i didn't get a definitive answer from you there. i'm gonna go tostitos all right i'm gonna I, join you in tostitos because I, I actually dislike pirate's booty oh my god i don't dislike i don't dislike pirate's booty but i do love a big monster tostitos <laughs> i will say about tostitos that they are greatly impacted by the, the freshness. Yeah, um, we're already running long, but I had a I had a weed moment with Tostitos a few years back, <laughs> where we opened some Tostitos, and I'd had some weed, and these Tostitos were just the freshest chips I've ever had in my life, and I couldn't like just purely like the the experience of eating. I was like looking around at my friends, aren't these the, the freshest chips you've ever had in your life? Yeah, dude, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so there's some nostalgia mixed in there for me, but yeah, uh, Tostitos too. Um, those big ones, though, man, like the, the salt will rip the edges of your lips open if you're not yeah. careful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tostitos are always a little oversalted for my taste. Yeah, you gotta have like a Burt Bees on hand yeah, to exactly. kill yourself when you're done. All right, uh, back up to the other matchup in this bracket: the number one seed Chex Mix versus number three flavored Triscuits. A lot of the silence is deafening. I feel like you don't want either one of these things. I don't, I don't like either. I'm not a fan of really either. Well, I'm sorry them. you're in the bland region. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like I feel, I'll let you guys I'll let you guys come to some agreement on who goes through here because I don't, I don't give a rip. It's, I think we're both going to agree it's Chex Mix. Absolutely. Yeah. Chex Mix is amazing. The fact that you don't I like, would like it. To, I would like to try the homemade Chex Mix. You no, know what? I don't think you anyone's ever made. Send me your address. I, will, I, think, uh, I got some time. Yeah. All send right. you a gallon of Chex Mix. Can, can the holiday season just send me a, like a like a Ziploc bag full no of your seasons. homemade Chex Mix? I can mix? do it tomorrow. <laughs> well, if you're doing this, please sign me up. Okay. <laughs> I'll take a gallon bag of your homemade Chex Mix. I'm in. I need two bottles of Lee and Perrins in that mix. I'm going to get the, the side eye from the wifey tomorrow. <laughs> the big Costco size, too. Yes. <laughs> All right, number five, Tostitos versus number two, Tim's Cascade Original. Mm. Uh, for me, it's the potato chips. Again, the best available kettle chip <laughs> on the planet. You came strong early. <laughs> I don't really feel like Tim's Cascades. I, I don't. I don't prefer. I'd rather have a giant restaurant-sized Tostito. Huge thumbs down for that. 
Matt, you have, to, you have to be the deciding vote here, Matt. Oh, I, it's Tim's Cascade for sure. I'm not a huge fan of the Tostitos. Tim's can do so much more for me. All right, finally, we have Chex Mex versus the Cascade. So, Chris, you're going to sit this one out again? <laughs> I, again, you guys are going to have to come to some Ooh, agreement this here. This is a hard one. Eh, it no. is. It's tough. <clears throat> I, I got to go nostalgia. Chex Mex is going to win this one for sure. I have, yeah. I mean, I have my heart is set on Chex Mix, but I'll tell you what, man. Party size Tim's Cascade. It's a dangerous beast. <laughs> Keep hands and feet away. <laughs> That's why they sell that pre made Chex Mix. Like, the largest bag you can get is only like this big. Because they know it'll, like, your, if you eat too much of it, one of your feet's going to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're going to us. Is there such thing as a salt coma? Because maybe that would. Uh, Seems maybe that very would. possible. Uh, okay, so final four. From the cheese region, number one overall seed, sour cream and cheddar ruffles. Uh, number two seed from the sweet region, nutter butter. Number two seed, chicken and a biscuit from the bold region. And from the bland region, we have Chex Mix coming out to make the final four. So our first final four matchup is salt, sorry, sorry, sour cream, cheddar ruffles versus nutter butter. It's the ruffles for me. Without question. All right. Well, I won't even have to vote, but I'll, I'll go ahead and agree, even though I'm not sure that I do. <laughs> and then we've got chicken and a biscuit versus Chex Mix. Mm. Chex Mix. Give me the biscuit. Oh boy! Ooh, I did it for the nookie. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the biscuit. I, I would I would go Chex Mix here. I I love I love me some homemade Chex Mix. Uh, I'm gonna take a biscuit into the finals. Huh? So we're gonna do sour cream cheddar ruffles versus chicken in a biscuit in our final matchup of the evening. Wow. Both a tremendous showings tonight from both of these products. I'd like Be- before we make our picks, I just want to like say. To, I want to congratulate both <laughs> products for a wonderful showing tonight. They've each brought me quite a bit of joy. But Shout no, out to the chemists. But you know, no. <laughs> this is, I'm sorry, this is begging for a one shining moment montage. I was eating... <laughs> snack mix <laughs> but but again i i have said that the sour cream and cheddar ruffles are man's greatest achievement and i am going to follow through with that by by announcing them the, the champion of my bracket matt i don't know that i've had chicken and a biscuit in the last five years but i've sought out sour cream cheddar ruffles probably a couple times a year over the course of the last five years so I think Ruffles is too much of a draw. You can't, you can't beat him. I am upset at this outcome. I <laughs> thought Chicken and Biscuit was gonna just take the championship, and I very upset. I, I, I cannot believe. To me, the better team lost here. <laughs> Chicken and a Biscuit is an all-time world champion. They'll be back every year in yeah. snack bracket. Well, I mean, look at the snack the bracket though. We have like the blue bloods in here. Like we have all the best of the best. It's true. I just can't believe you both went ruffles, but I'm glad we came to a disputed champion. No, I don't want so, anybody to get upset here, guys. <laughs> so our recommendation is that if you're going to go out and do some quarantine shopping, you stock up on the sour cream and cheddar ruffles. And if you're dairy averse like myself, you've got a nice backup in chicken and a biscuit. So get out there, selves. Get out there and eat your feelings because that's what we can all do right now. Well, that's it for the bracket. And you know what that means. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! <laughs> Dad jokes of the week. Woo! Matt, do you want to give us a woo? Woo! <laughs> All right, a little, little, a little extra different woo. 
All right, so uh, first time. There's only one good one. <laughs> That's one more than usual. We're deep into the show here, so let's get moving. Doctor, you're going to die within four hours. Is there anybody you'd like to see before you die? A patient. Yes, a better doctor. A better doctor. That is poorly constructed. It's Some of these are lazy. <laughs> I guess you got to write 365 of them. It's a tough go. Yeah. Uh, two birds watched as the turtle spent two hours climbing a tree only to perch on a branch and jump off, crashing straight to the ground. Uninjured, the turtle began the long climb up the tree again. He once more jumped and fell to the ground. Honey, said the first bird to the second, don't you think it's time we told Arthur he's adopted? That's a long way to go for, like, no payoff at all. Theater crickets. What a terrible joke. Have you ever tried to eat a clock? It's very time-consuming. My dog Minton ate my shuttlecock. Badminton. Okay. I can't believe you're laughing. I'm so mad. <laughs> All right. A man walked into a fishmonger store carrying a large salmon under his arm. Good morning, sir. Do you sell fish cakes? He asked. I'm sorry. I'm afraid we're all sold out, said the fishmonger. That's a pity, he said sadly, pointing at the salmon. It's his birthday. Mm. <laughs> it's really bad. Mm. All right. This one I like. This is the only one I liked. A man walks into a bar with a lizard on his shoulder. I'll have one whiskey for me, he says, and one for Tiny here. The bartender pours two whiskeys, then says, If you don't mind me asking, why do you call him Tiny? Because he's minute. Mm. Mm. <laughs> no? Minute? I mean, I get it. <laughs> Come on, minute. <laughs> no, minute. I said minute. <laughs> he's minute. All right, Chris, or did you want to let Matt go first? Let's go. Let's let Matt go first. Okay. Right, Matt, All what'd right. you bring to the show tonight? Uh, well, this is born out of uh, something that I experience on a daily basis, so it's very topical for me, um, and it's personal. So, why did the dad hate throw pillows? He thought they were a sham. <laughs> I, I agree. I hate fucking throw pillows. Why are there so many pillows on the bed? Why do I have to move all this shit to sit down? Can't I just sit down? I need one the, or two. The, the couch is already made of pillows. It's all good. We developed this so we wouldn't have to get pillows to sit on i i don't the bed pillows get on i, I hate the bed pillows i don't like oh, we'll put them at the bed end of the pillows. bed well i'm taller than you my feet go under that i don't want the pillows on my feet <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> i can't stand it i'm gonna have yeah. to get some kind of special piece of furniture just to hold the pillows that have to come off the bed before i can get in it what are you gonna do anyway all right I lost my thesaurus, and I just have no words to describe how angry I am. Okay. <laughs> that yeah. was my joke. It is. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for the jokes there. Uh, you know, I'm sure everybody enjoyed them. Um, but let's go to the overtime. Overtime. So in the overtime, I had one quick thing, um, and it really was just uh, having to see it yesterday um there was i think it was in the drew mcgarry column that he writes for vice now since he's no longer at deadspin and somebody it's the fun bag you're probably familiar with it anybody that has been on the internet for 15 years 10 15 years would know about it um or should uh he somebody asked the question there was a bag of cheese it's with just a bunch of crumbs i saw nobody looking so i tipped the bag to get mm. that good cheese at crumb crummage what's the most bag tippable snack so the, the things that come out of here we see there's some cinnamon sugar pita chips uh, dorito crumbs come up and mcgarry goes on to talk about um, Doritos in a bong <laughs> and now this is the perfect time for that to be sold because no one can see you doing it 
Um, so he talks about also not cheese balls and not full Cheetos, but if you like could ha- if they could have Cheetos that were like a granola. Uh huh. Yes. So basically, just, like, like the Cheeto bites. Yeah, basically, our, our Snyder's pretzels. Yeah. More or less. He also mentions barbecued potato chips, uh, which I'm not a huge fan of. I think the barbecue flavoring is all over the map, depending on yeah. what you're eating. Uh, so I was curious if you had a take on what you thought would be the best sort of crumbs to pour in your mouth from a ba- directly from a bag. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of that last bowl of cereal. Okay. That, I mean, that is the, that's where that, for me, that's where the action is. Like, um, I think that when you get down to just the powder and the flavoring, I can't deal. But I do like the bottom of the of the chip bag where it's just whatever crumbs are left. So, you know, again, again, the, the ruffles has a very satisfying piece. But every every brand of cereal that last that last pour of cereal, and then you hit it with the milk, and then you eat it like it's oatmeal. <laughs> That's like my favorite. That's like my favorite. That's like my favorite thing. Yeah, the, the extra flavor bowl of cereal. Yes, and like apple, I said, it apple jacks have, are particularly yeah. good for that. It doesn't have any like real cereal left. Like, yeah, it reads like oatmeal. It looks like this like amazingly flavored, um, just sludge. Cinnamon toast crunch, another good one for that. Oh god, so good. <laughs> Matt, do you have any thoughts on this? I think I would just do like the regular Cheetos. Like that's the one that once you get down to even like the last third, if you're in good company, um, you can you can tip it back a bit and just get after it. If you really want to feel bad about yourself. Go ahead and take regular Cheetos, break them up, and then pour them into an empty Pringles can so you don't have to touch them while you pour them directly into your... I love that. (laughs) Snack hole. Just pour them into a glass. Like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just making a glass of uh, Cheeto crumbs. uh, Like a snifter, then you're kind of (laughs) swirling it around. Ah, If you don't think I've taken multiple bags of corn nuts and poured them into an empty Pringles can and then slowly made my way through that, then you'd be wrong. Who's nuts? (laughs) <laughs> corn nuts <laughs> but see with the corn nuts you get the different flavors and then you, you get a nice uh, you know potpourri medley medley nice well Matt thanks for joining us tonight it was fun having you on I hope we can bring you back I know it's a little challenging with the time difference a little bit sometimes um, you know, I didn't mention at the top of the show I know you have a long dormant Twitter account so you don't use but if you want to follow Matt not tweeting he's at neckfat oh, which is a am I? A wa- yeah you don't remember <laughs> neckfat? <laughs> You go recover the the login for that so you can promote the show that you've just appeared on when I tweet about it uh, <laughs> Okay. later in the week. But that's our show. Our thanks to all of you for listening to Two on Three Pod, where we hope you're staying safe, staying healthy, and keep your head above water. We hope our uh, snack diversion brought you some guidance for your next grocery trip. And if you don't already, please subscribe and review via your favorite podcast provider. And don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. We'll be back next week with more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. And until then, peace.